Are you drinking more matcha? I'm not. I'm I've I've got um lavender honey stress relief tea. Yeah. It's very stressful speaking with me this early in the morning. It, is. it really, really is. It's so stressful. <laughs> what a bummer for you. Welcome to the Act Break Podcast, where we're talking about all things story. From books to movies, shows, and probably other stuff too, we're chatting it out and trying to remember what it's like to actually have conversations with other human beings. Take a break from your creative endeavors and hang out with us. Have a little simulated human interaction, because internet friends totally count. No, in fact, I'm I'm quite thrilled to be here because social interaction it's the name of the game we got him folks we got got it it. that thanks for coming and hanging out with us what what, what are we talking about today oh what are we talking about today stand-up comedy um a very layered topic (laughs) but um we're gonna see how it goes because comedy is a big thing in my life and uh while the very intense research I did in preparation for this episode, I did realize some things about myself and my interest in comedy. I also realized that this whole podcast could just be me recommending comedy, <laughs> but I don't want that. Although I I do have um, quite a yeah, list. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure we both have some stand-up recommendations to throw at you, but... We should, let's just, let's start off with why do you think stand-up comedy is important? You know, if you had to put it in a nutshell. If I had to put it in a nutshell, because I'm going to go, I'll go more into it even later on. I can't nutshell things. <laughs> don't nutshell. Don't, Not this don't early. Um, what do you think? Since you had the question. What do I think? Oh, well... Since you have the question, I assume that you have an answer to the question that's beautiful. I do, actually. Oh, thanks. I don't know how beautiful it's going to be, but it's my opinion. So apparently that's why we're here. (laughs) I think that, you know, there's a lot of bad in the world. There's a lot of negative stuff, a lot of just people kind of being awful to each other. And I feel like it's important to laugh. I think that it's, I mean, I don't, it, this is scientific fact. Laughing is good for you. And I got some stats on that for later. Oh, I don't have my glasses and my eyes are burning. I'll be right back. So obviously I'll cut all that garbage out. eyes are on uh, fire. My retinas are burning. Okay, uh, cool. I'm so sorry that I interrupted your train of thought, but I'm so glad to have my glasses on my I'm face. so glad for you too. Um, I think that it's important, uh, because of, you know, there's a lot of bad in the world. Uh, I think it's important to remember that sharing good and happy and funny things doesn't like discredit or discount like the important things that are going on. But I think a lot of times we forget that there are good things too. And I think comedy is a wonderful way to remind us that, there's just still a lot of really fantastic things in the world. It's a good reminder. Absolutely. See, I knew that I was like, I bet you have something beautiful prepared. When we picked the topic, it made me 
made me look back on my life. Uh, and I was trying to remember the first time seeing a stand-up comedian on TV. Obviously, it would be on TV because it's like I saw it when I was pretty young and I wasn't going to, to nightclubs or anything like that. Um, and I realized that the first one I ever can recall was Red Skelton. Oh, snap. Who... <laughs> And for anybody who does not know, Red Skelton is a um, actor comedian from the fifties and sixties, like way way old, back old in the day, school. way old. And I very particularly remember a few of his jokes. That I mean, that was a very long time ago. I was very young, and they're like simple jokes that today you're just like, okay, whatever. But. Um, they resonated with me and sat with me, obviously, if I can still recall where he pulled out like a hatchet and he said, um, this is the hatchet that uh, Washington chopped down the apple tree with. And he said, the handle split, so I had to replace the handle and the head rusted, so I had to replace the head. Don't know how old I was when I heard that, but it was hilarious because I can't say that because it's a spoiler for something you haven't seen. Never mind. <laughs> What is it? And, Wait, what, uh, spoiler for what? It was a WandaVision. Oh. It was a WandaVision spoiler. Um, I do care about that. Thank you for earmuffs. Thank you for stopping. <laughs> la, 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 la. No, I'm not going to say it. Yeah, so, I mean, that was obviously a very long time ago. And then I had a long time where I didn't think about comedy at all or seeking out uh artists who specifically catered to telling jokes until I it was probably 20 not 20 2007 2008 2009 I got married and moved far far away from my friends and family and I became not obsessed <laughs> but I started watching Late Night with Conan O'Brien religiously every every night it was on um, because a lot of times my husband would be out of town. I was in a place I didn't know. I was very young um, and it was comforting because Conan starts every episode it starts with a monologue and he's brilliant and self-deprecating and wonderful and I'm still kind of obsessed with Conan and I will be forever. Pretty much my like origin story of being really comforted by comedy, by being able to laugh, by uh, him making me laugh made me feel like I had a connection and a friend in a time where I didn't really have a lot of connections or friends. And that's a beautiful gift to give someone. I agree. I think that that's a, that's a great, that's a great point. I think that that's, that's something I love about humor is we can find commonality with people that we may have really nothing else in common with them but our mm. brand of humor I think that that's cool yeah and I've really noticed this year um, it's funny that with podcasts especially when somebody makes you laugh even if you're just listening to a recording of them you feel so f friendly with that person because you guys are sharing um, joy mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't have, I probably can't picture like a distinctive time where I remember 
seeing comedy, I always enjoyed it when I did see it, but I never thought to actively seek it out. And I'm not really sure why um, until, you know, really um, when we both moved to the same place. And um, I think we were both a little lonely and you were like, come over and watch comedy. It's beautiful. And it was a beautiful thing. And now I now I seek it out. Got to got to have that that comedy pick me up. Netflix has done amazing things for stand up comedy for people who don't live in places like New York and L.A. where you can go to a comedy club and um, I'm a small town folk. Yeah, it's I would love to have been able to experience those things because I'm sure that the energy mm. and all of that is amazing. But I just I can't because I live under a bridge. But one day, and one day we will travel somewhere when it is good to travel again and we will experience yes. that energy one day. So I've read several uh, memoirs, I guess you would call them, by comedians. And I they're my favorite type of like nonfiction to read it's not an extensive list but I have enjoyed every single one of them and so if somebody is interested I'm just going to quick list a couple uh Born Standing Up which is Steve Martin who is another one of my obsessions this one was one of my absolute favorites is The Last Black Unicorn by Tiffany Haddish she is so funny and her life is so interesting that it was I'm like I can't wait for her to write another one because I will be there take my money um and then the entire library of Mindy Mm. Kaling um is everyone hanging out without me why not me and then she just released the new one um nothing like I imagined except for sometimes I I'll pick up anything Mindy Kaling's name on it my favorite was probably is everyone hanging out without me? Have you read that I one yet? I haven't. Um, I just actually got done reading um, her new essays that she released. And I want to read her books now. Um, I mean, I love I love her media. Like, I just think that she's incredible. She's so smart and so funny. And I just adore her. So I want to read them. She's hilarious and glamorous. <laughs> and I adore yeah. her. And then, of course, I've read the the holy trinity well it's not trinity it's only two um bossy pants and yes please by tina fey and amy poehler uh two different books two different authors i should i should have said them well that's okay i can help clarify because i have not read bossy pants by tina fey i have read yes please by amy poehler um and yes (laughs) i really identify with them they're funnier Um, than we are yeah, and so you know, there's some book recommendations if you're into comedy. But let's let's keep this yeah. rolling. You mentioned that I invited you over to watch some comedy, yes. and if I recall correctly, I'm sure you do. You're th- you're thinking of the very one that I listed first, which is my all time favorite stand up comedy special to watch, and that's Make Happy by Bo yes. Burrum. And that was the first time that I watched him. Well, I will say that I watched one of his older ones or part of it, um, but I don't remember why I didn't finish. Probably young children interrupting because that happens. But that was the first one I'd watched all the way through, and I love it. It is so different than so the the majority of comedy specials. His his act 
is more um it's very specific in the way that like it's timed to a t it's got um gags in it it really reminds me of uh early Steve Martin where it's like he's not just up there to set up a joke tell a punchline and get a laugh it's very performative uh he does and Bo does songs and uh skits and it's just so good and it makes you think about life and society and yourself and makes you be like, I, I didn't, I didn't expect to feel things. <laughs> I have emotions. <laughs> when I turned on this comedy special, and then ever since uh, then, that was kind of my, uh, I need comedy in my life on a consistent basis. Like that was the, the starting point for that. Do you want to go through some recommendations now? Yeah, we we could we could definitely give some recommendations, and then um, you know, and then I have some very interesting scientific findings to share okay all right well we'll do a couple of recommendations uh for anybody who hasn't ever really i mean even if you have watched you, you, yeah you may not have heard of some but if you haven't yeah i mean mine a, a lot of my picks were a little older because i tried to pick my favorite and mine will be newer um, so because that i don't i haven't watched a whole lot of yeah. older stuff so that 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 could be good well yeah. balanced and, and when i say older i don't know i don't know how much it's a relative term because time isn't real. Yeah, fair enough. Well, my first recommendation is um, Hannah Gadsby, and I especially loved Douglas. She is so – I love smart comedy. Like, I just love really intelligent comedy, It and she is just so good at that. She – she is. I was actually. I have Nanette. Nice. Nanette um, is her, I mean, her other comedy special fantastic. on my list. Yes. Um, but yes, smart comedy because it's when you don't talk down to your mm. audience, you really expect them to come up to your level. The the, the audience rises to meet the comedian. Yes. and I love watching that happen, um, and I enjoy it very much. Yeah, that's a great recommendation. I agree, since I also have the same one. <laughs> Now, this is one that I was going to say, I'm like, yeah, it's older, is Weirdo, which is Donald Glover. Mm. And it's almost 10 years old at this point, which I was kind of shocked by when I looked up, I looked it up because I'm like, wow, I, that, I was thinking it had been like six or seven years. But I mean, he's a giant mega superstar now and he's hilarious. He He is so talented he's like the triple threat he's funny he's uh, musically talented he can act he can do yeah. it all he's one of those people who just can is crushing on so many yeah. levels agreed good for you <laughs> he's another one where i'm like yeah if his name's attached to it i'm gonna yeah, check it out agreed do you have another one um yeah i do i was gonna recommend ali wong She's fantastic. Uh, Baby Cobra is one of my all-time favorite stand-ups. Just find her hilarious um, for so many reasons. I like how self-deprecating she is. Gotta love that self-deprecating humor. My next recommendation, I'm trying to choose which one to do next. Uh, I don't know why. It's not like we're not going to talk about all of them. Is Son of Patricia by Trevor Noah. That's on my list too. Uh, and it's so funny because, well, 
Netflix gives specials to like the most famous of people. So it's not like any of these are like big news to a lot of people, but but they're just so but funny. some people have not seen his stand up. Like I was just talking yeah. to a friend the other day and she obviously knows who he, he is and um she sees him on um the the Daily Show. And I was like, Have you seen his stand up? And she's like, No. I'm like, It's fantastic, go watch it. And she, so, you know, just because you know somebody from somewhere else doesn't mean that you've consumed their other media, you know? Uh, and speaking of The Daily Show, which I believe this next one he's a correspondent on, is uh, Ronnie Chang. Oh, yes. I hope I'm saying that right. And his his special, I watched it early, early in 2020. Yeah. In 2020. Um, it's funny that some of the jokes hit different after the pandemic. Right, right. Uh- <laughs> pretty much just the whole Amazon now bit but it's still yes. gold and um even oh gosh I start laughing just thinking about him recounting um him getting to his wedding yeah. oh it's so and good and it's so quotable it's so too hilarious uh, that it special. is very we, quotable. you and I we, we quote that all because I believe in myself so that is my other favorite that I've seen about three times um, but I believe that he is a correspondent oh, on the Daily okay. Show. I've actually not seen the Daily Show. Um, I feel like I, I need don't to fix either, that because I feel like I would need a cable provider, like mm. a, a service provider, and I only watch things at the stream. Same. So that's why I've never seen yeah, that. Same. I haven't had uh, <laughs> another side note. Uh, I have not had cable television since I was like um, ten. Yeah, when. Uh, me and the smithy got married we're like why would we pay for tv when we could just have dvds sent through the mail (laughs) via netflix (laughs) and we would just watch uh ncis (laughs) because we were 90 years old even when we first got married oh that's fantastic you have an old soul nothing wrong with that uh yeah my old old decrepit soul um, my next recommendation is obviously everyone knows who this is, um, Kevin Hart. Um, <sighs> Irresponsible is phenomenal. It's hilarious every time I watch it. Um, I also love watching him in um, the episode that he was in of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with um, – Yes. Jerry Seinfeld. Thank you. I was like, why did I blank on Jerry Seinfeld? What is wrong with me? We have a lot of data stored in our brain. Sometimes it's hard to bring it to the surface. We do. But that, like, just Kevin Hart is uh, so funny, and I love his honesty. It's, um, I just, not to plug anyone else's podcast, because you should definitely be listening to ours above everybody else's exclusively um but conan needs a friend the podcast i recently listened to the one where he had kevin hart on same and they well one they're both so funny and they are just like you could tell they're friends conan's friends with everybody but they give a lot of insight into good comedy yeah um yeah it's a great episode for that it is fantastic All right, what else you got? I am a big fan of John Mulaney. But my favorite uh, special, I think, is New in Town, which is, I'm not sure if it's his first one, but it's particularly funny. He's got that uh, self-deprecation 
humor. <laughs> is that the one that you just had me watch recently? No, you watched uh, The Comeback Kid, I think. Oh, that one was good. Yeah, I mean, that one's so, very funny. But um, I need to watch But he has that vibe throughout. And then I have one more. Do you have, what do you got? Um, Eliza Schlesinger. Mine is also Eliza Schlesinger. Perfect. I love her storytelling. Yeah. Uh, she tells really funny stories and um, the, her, her, she, she uses her whole body. She really commits to her storytelling. <laughs> She's a very physical comedian. Yes. Yeah. My, my favorite from her is Freezing Hot. Um, mm. And Elder Millennial is pretty great as well. Yeah. She just, she commits to the voices. She does all that. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's so, that's not even all the ones that I've seen on Netflix. I've seen so many. Those are just some, and that's like a really broad variety. I feel like it's, there's something for everyone. Yeah. Uh, if you're wanting more of a family vibe, go ahead and look up Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, I was going to say, we um, plug, plug him on that. Yeah, Jim Gaffigan is... That yeah. So yeah. Good, that, good clean comedy. <laughs> yes, but equally hilarious. I lots of food sure, jokes. Yeah, I'm not sure how many of his specials are on Netflix, but I know there are also a bunch on Prime. Yeah. The point of this was kind of to talk about how comedy is good for your for your soul, for your mental yes. well being. Perfect. For me, watching a good comedy special is definitely labeled under self care. Yep. And I, I looked up some things on the interwebs yes. in preparation for this. So let me I say. This is laughter reduces the levels of stress uh, hormones like cortisol and epinephrine while increasing hormones like endorphins. So science. Gotta love the endorphins. Uh, do you, you have some science for us, Carly? <laughs> I do. Um, in the same vein as you, uh, it boosts your immune system which and and it can relieve pain there was an oxford study on it even Ooh, i feel like look that's at really you cool. with the legitimate references I mean, look at that and then the really important data is this right here laughing burns calories right <laughs> so the I important thing i don't math and so i probably did this wrong okay if you laugh for 10 to 15 minutes burns about 50 calories that is the equivalent to one Oreo. So if you want to eat the whole package of Oreos, you're going to need to watch about 15 hours of comedy. <laughs> Challenge you're welcome. accepted. You're welcome. And I just want to have just like a quick little disclaimer, though, because when you do Internet searches, strange things come up. You know, you, you can see what other people search for. And apparently... People really wanted to know if you could die from laughing. So I just want you to know, laughing too hard can lead to asphyxiation or abdominal hernias. So Ooh. be real careful. Okay? Yeah, that's, that um, is where the term bust in a gut exactly. comes from. Exactly. Um, so, you know, laugh, but not too hard. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had a, a one, another reference or 
preference. <laughs> I'm just throwing that word around. Um, and it said, uh, studies show our response to stressful situations can be altered by whether we see them as a threat or a challenge. Humor can give us a more lighthearted perspective and help us view things as challenges, uh, thereby making them less threatening and more of a positive interaction. Quote, someone on the internet. Cool. So having comedy about perhaps slightly more intense or difficult topics can help your brain learn more about such things. Yeah. I, I, and I feel like um, that kind of you can you can kind of imagine in stand up, they often tell like stories and in those stories, they're reacting to it a lot differently than an, anyone would normally react to them. Granted, a lot of these stories are made up. Some right. are loosely based in reality, um, but I can see I can see that in my own life, where um, maybe in a situation where somebody's a little upset, and I'm maybe not taking it as seriously, and it and it it feels like it's good for my soul to just let some things go, mm-hmm. and I feel like that stems from my my humor. My style yeah. of humor is to to try and look at it from a more funny perspective. Let it roll off. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's too easy to get too serious. And it is hard to let things go. And I mean, it's it takes practice if you're not automatically that sort of person. Yeah. I find that I am, uh, by nature, I, I tend to... Um, have streams of thought that are more negative but I find that when I've been watching comedy consistently I catch myself faster and I'm able to put a more positive spin on it and move on in my day quicker yes that's all resiliency it's like I was saying you see things more of a challenge than a threat yeah yeah worst case scenario darkest timeline um all the time my sixth brain all the time and it can be a good distraction Mm -hmm. so a lot there's so much doom scrolling there's a lot bad with the world not not trying to diminish that in any way right um but you know at the end just remember to take a break from the doom scrolling yeah have a laugh because i i mean i can't really speak for you but i imagine since I do not have children, like after you put the kids in bed finally for the day and it's just been like a heck of a day, like what's going to be best to go through and look at all the horrible things that have happened in the world today or to turn on a comedy? Yeah. Um, not to be, be especially... unaware, but to, you know. Timing. Bring, yeah. It's, it's, it's about balance. It's balance. Well, and, and timing is really important, I think, because there are even studies on this about, um, you know, just kind of where our brains are at at the end of the day. Everything feels darker, looks darker at the end of the day than it does at the beginning because, you know, mental overload. And, um, and I think it's really important to be aware of what's going on in the world but maybe don't take the time to educate yourself about it at night I mean granted sometimes like that's all your schedule allows and so you know maybe educate yourself and then go watch some comedy afterwards before you go to bed that way you're not laying awake at night and thinking about all of the awful things going on um but I think you know if you can 
you know, educate yourself about what's going on in the daylight hours when you have more mental reserve to handle it. And yes. then That's a good when point. you're already feeling tired, do something to make you happy. Yeah. And I also feel like having, um, taking in like laughing and being more joyous and having more of a comedy perspective also brings light into the world when you interact with people. Absolutely. Um, it's kind of like, it makes me think of um, Stanley and um, talking about, you know, making art in order to entertain people. And, you know, I, there's, it's a quote. He says, um, and then I began to realize entertainment is one of the most important things in people's lives. Without it, they may they might go off the deep end. I feel that if you're able to entertain people, you're doing a good thing. Nice. I feel yes. like there's probably a lot of um, people who've said it better than we are saying it. I agree. Um, as far as... Smarter, you, wi- wiser people. Yes. <laughs> um, and once again, I want to say if people have recommendations, find us. Either go to the Act Break Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, find us individually on our writerly pages. And um, I'm open to suggestions. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Recommend- I, you know what? Let me, let me remend that. I'm open to recommendations. <laughs> Word choice is important to me, and recommendations is better than suggestions. Ah, I I don't want people suggesting anything to me. (laughs) Listen, that's too suggestive. That's very suggestive. Back it up. No suggestive Uh, content on the internet. um, Carly, do you think you would ever attempt to do stand-up comedy? You know... I really do feel like never say never. It the, it does sound terrifying, though. I will be completely honest about that. I think that I'm funny in a conversational setting, but I don't know that I'm funny enough to stand up there by myself and just go. Uh, <laughs> How well, about and, you? Uh, well, from all the books I've read, uh, I firmly believe it's got to be completely soul-crushing than being a comedian who's bombing on stage live. Uh, so as much as I'd like to, to share your sentiment of like, never say never, I just think that I've, I've missed the boat. If I was going to take that route in life, I would need to be in a completely different place. You'd already My, a it. lot of things would have need to have happened much differently for me. Um, I love the idea that I like to p- pretend that that would ever have been an option and I think me saying no I can't do that um is just the truth (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's that path not taken situation yes I like to pretend that there's an alternate universe Jamie somewhere crushing it um in the comedy world uh and then there's I mean if and if that's true there's also an alternate universe Jamie who is bombing Harder than any person in the history of the world has ever bombed and being booed and there are people throwing rotten tomatoes. That's harsh. Yeah. That's, I mean, I would like 
I, I like to think of both extremes. It's got to got to keep it balanced, realistic, yeah. manage expectations. Yes, and I'm looking forward to going to comedy shows again because we have <sighs> we have, even though we haven't been to like comedy clubs, um, there when the more famous comedians do tours, mm-hmm. uh, me and my husband have gone to quite a few of those. Um, nice. Way, Wayne Brady. John Mulaney. Oh, nice. I would um, love to see Wayne Brady live. I think we missed Jim Gaffigan by like one week. Um, and... I think we missed <sighs> um, we missed Kevin Hart barely. And then we've um we've we've been to other things live. Like we've we've gone to like some concerts and some plays and things like that, but we've never gone to see stand up comedy live and I, I would really like to do that. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's a good time because uh, the nice the cool thing about going to comedy live is everything's like a little bit different. Like I mean, I know to the comedian they're they're doing their like same act over and over, but it's a different energy. Mm-hmm. They different tailor crowd. it to whatever city they're in, um, which is the city I had seen them in is usually half making fun of it. I mean, it's com- yeah. it's comedy, so they're usually making fun of exactly. every city Everything. they're in. I want to add in the recommendation portion of this whole, I would like to hear the best live stand-ups that people have gone to. And like, oh. I'd, I'd like to hear about that. Yes, please tell us. Tell us. The um, best ones. Yes, because some people are good live. Well, comedians, I feel like comedians on the whole have to be good live. They have yeah. to be good live or they never would have made it to wherever they are yeah um whereas bands and musicians sometimes are not as good live as they are recorded yeah that happens sound effects sadly more than yeah sadly more than or just like performance wise oh yeah um because there are some bands you see and are just it's amazing and there's Mm -hmm. so much energy and their performance is off the charts and then there are others that you're like yeah that's what i expect i mean that's the same as the album pretty much yeah um but for sure but you can't you can't not be good live and be a stand-up comedian i would agree i hate disclaimers but i'm also like also i have no idea what i'm talking about and i'm just talking out of my ass it's cool (laughs) cool 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 this is why we need more we need guests yeah well it's been a while since i sat down and watched a stand-up special, which is probably not good for the two years we've been having. I should have, I, I should probably not go a whole quarter without watching at least one comedy special. So that's I'm going to do that this week. There's um, some new like on Netflix. I just fre- saw freshly dropped some freshly dropped comedy that I almost watched last night, but didn't. Ah. Um, so yeah, I, that's what I'll be doing this week uh, to 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 feed my soul. Let us know what what comedy you guys are listening to, watching. I mean, it could be listening because it could be a podcast. Yeah. Well, Carly, I hope that you have a, a wonderful and productive day. Um, I get to go to the eye doctor. And hopefully my eyeballs will stop protesting their existence. Thank you. Best of luck. Good wishes for happy eyeballs. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Act Break podcast. You can follow or subscribe on your podcast consumption program of choice. 
It's probably Apple or Spotify. But if you really want to help us out, please tell your friends. And we'll be back next week. Talk to you then, internet friends.